Hey, welcome to 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I am Javier, and I'm here with my wife, Etchanan. Etchanan. Your grandma used to say my name that way. Yes, she did. Why yeah. Why is it that they put an E at the beginning of all words that begin with S-H or C-H? Is there a theory? or No, that's just how they did it. Oh. Yeah, Shannon. It was just, I have no idea. Where are we? Where are we? <laughs> We're in Arizona. I can say where I am. I'm frustrated right now. <laughs> I'm frustrated. That's where I'm at. Where are you at? I'm in Mesa, Arizona. <laughs> I'm in frustrated Mesa, Arizona. That's where I'm at. Is it because you don't like Mesa, Arizona? No, Boogie. <laughs> no, I'm frustrated because oftentimes before we're about to record a podcast, <laughs> I get... That sounds like a you problem. It's not a me problem. Yeah. Just sometimes before we record a podcast, you say certain things sometimes, oh. and sometimes you drop little nuggets of truth <laughs> or bombs, and then I have to process that before a podcast, and I don't like that. So oh. that's why I hesitated even in our beginning here. I was going to pause and start over again. Maybe we need to edit this out. <laughs> Just leave it. Because you said that I talk too much, and I was hurt by that. Javi. I don't talk too much, Shannon. Oh, my gosh. You talk to yourself in this trailer. Shannon, I, I talk a lot. Yeah. Yes, I do to talk your, a lot. And you talk to yourself. No, I do talk a lot. And the reason why I talk a lot is... I like to share. I no, like no, no, to no. always but, ask questions. I'm very inquisitive. I um, have a lot to say. No, but you talk to yourself, too. Well, I talk to myself, too. Well, yeah, I like myself, so I talk to myself. Oh, going to get up and get some peanut butter and an apple. <laughs> oh, got to take my vitamins. Oh, I need to water the it's, plants. You're always talking to yourself. It's a play-by-play. And maybe I'm just saying it so that you know what's going on and I don't that you're aware know. of what's going on. I saw you get an apple. I saw you water the plant. I saw you take your vitamins. Your vitamins. <laughs> your vitamins. But you said before this podcast that I talk too much. I said that it feels like sometimes it's 80-20 because I'll say something and then Javi will go on a rant for seven minutes and then we'll come back. Because I have a lot to say. But what I told you was that you have the opportunity to be able to say whatever you want to say. Just take it. But we also, no one is interrupting 24/7 you. 24-7 Marriage Podcast is also known for being nutshell. So we try to stick to our our. Are you talking formula. about just a podcast or are you talking about everything? Oh, So Javier. that I want to I understand oh, what you're saying. It's everything. Oh, in every area? Oh, yeah. You thought it was just this? <laughs> you guys could see her face right now, like her eyebrows went up in the air. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> I hope you appreciate that we can work out our stuff with all you all on, on the podcast. What I hear you saying is that I will go off and just keep talking and talking. You feel that you don't have room to interject or add your your part. No, I feel like I can add. It just can. And this could totally be a me problem. Sometimes, I, I think so. Oh, oh I'm wow. You know I'm what, kidding. Javier? Okay. Sometimes it feels like I'll say something and then you come back and say more. So it feels like oh. was my point j good enough to stand on its own or did you need to add to it because you can't help yourself hmm. you might have to sit on that one and think <laughs> about if that's you or me i think because maybe might it's be a devaluing you. of what 
you just said, you don't feel it was valuable enough because somebody said something else after that. Yeah. Because if somebody adds to what you said or ex- accentuates the point, that's actually a good thing. They're agreeing with you. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. And I've also seen this. So um, sometimes it yeah. feels that way, but sometimes it doesn't, Javier. Hmm. Hmm. She said she gave me a Javier. <laughs> <laughs> she she moved from Pookie to Javier. Now you know that she's serious. Oh yeah, when I'm upset with you, you're Javier. Oh well, it's you, usually Javier. So let's just be clear that she just never calls me Javier, really ever. No. So here we are. What do you want to dive so into? I will get over my offense, Shannon. Oh. Um. Don't be. But what I hear Pookie. you saying is like after you communicate something. Yeah. Not adding to it. No, no. Yeah, yes and no. It's like this because people can't see us sitting here. So like you'll say something and then I'm looking for you to to like maybe ask my opinion or like chime in. Okay. So you want me to affirm what you're saying and then if I'm communicating something, be able to say, Shannon, you want to add something to that? Or what's no. your thoughts on that, Shannon? What's your opinion on that? I want to know what you think, Pookie. That's what I want you to say. <laughs> okay. So I have to communicate it. Right. So what you're hearing us Maybe I'm give you an example of is just... It's also that time of month. I don't know if I should hmm. answer that. Um, oh, you won't hurt my feelings. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're probably a little emotional. You had an emotional day yesterday. It's very emotional today. So one thing we always promised you on this podcast is we're always going to be real and relevant. So literally, we're that's what we're talking my, about my navigating right now. My friend Lisa right from Unrelenting Pursuit, she put me in my place this morning. And Good. Then Lisa, for me. if you're listening, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, continue to do that. I would appreciate that. <laughs> I'm wow. I have plenty of people who put me in, in my place. Um, but sometimes I put myself in my place. Nobody puts Javi in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. But I recognize, I don't know, this is just me. I tend to recognize when I'm off or what's going on, and I will give myself a timeout. And I will, like, I'm, what I'm not saying you are. You? I'm not saying this anything about you. I'm just saying, like, for me, it's easy to, like, feel emotions, the weight of it, and then come back and then, like, recognize a lot of it. And I think you do, too. Yeah. But we're, each of us are wired differently. So. Yeah. Anyways, so no, this, there's a so lot going on. We, so we had a lot going on, and this weekend was a really fun weekend because we got to do a workshop at a church here in Phoenix, and it's the church that McKenna and Freddie, our youngest okay, you daughter, can. yes, yes, um, attends and is on staff there. So that was super memorable and meaningful for both of us, and we met great couples and had a great two days. And then on Sunday, Javi preached a great message about. Where you're anchored. Yeah, where you're anchored, but also where you're, it was about being the fact that um, at times people feel like they're buried, um, mm-hmm. which could very well be a place you're at in your marriage right now, feeling that you're kind of under a lot of weight or pressure or things aren't going well. Uh, you're not connecting with your spouse. Communication is not well. Whatever it may be, you may feel that you are under that right now. And oftentimes, you know, um, we can feel like we are being buried by so much when the truth and reality of it, as I was talking about, is like you're not um, buried, you're planted. There's a difference between being planted and being buried. Mm-hmm. And so talked about that. Yeah, the difference. Between I, that. I, I bet that there's a lot of people who are listening who would, said, who would say, 
I don't know if I can tell the difference right now because there's the weight and pressure of everything going on in our marriage is a lot. Well, when you're planted, it's uncomfortable because you are underground. Yeah. And because it is, you know, you take a seed and you put it in the ground and what happens? Like it has a time it's in darkness. Uh, it could be cold. It's not a fun environment. There is fertilizer, manure, stuff being thrown on top of it potentially. Yeah. So it's not a comfortable environment, but when you're planted, there is a future mm -hmm. and there is hope and there is the expectation of what can be taking place and what will take place mm -hmm. when you go through all those different moments of from watering to being fertilized. It's not easy. It's uncomfortable. Um, if you're buried, buried is like it feels like burial. It feels like it's the end. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it was just giving people hope that you're no, you know you're not buried. You're planted, and there is hope. And God can move, restore, and heal in your marriage. And it's recognizing that in that season of being planted, you have to wait and you have to be patient and you have to endure, and the harvest will come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, oh, Shannon? Not, not at this moment, sir. No? Yeah. That? You can move on. <laughs> See, I was aware if there's anything you wanted to add. So um, it actually kind of ties into some thoughts that we had of, you know, um, some areas that we wanted to that we wanted to talk about really quick. And You know what the funny thing is about being um, – what what are we? I mean, we're marriage coaches, but we're are we are we marriage Where specialists? Are, are we marriage experts? Like what are what is our title? Anyway, whatever you want to call us. It's it's this evolving thing where we're never we're, you and I are never at a place where we have perfected or reached like the pinnacle of marriage because we're always learning and growing. So yes, it's like are. everything mm -hmm. that we're teaching, it's not like an art class and it's like here's how you paint a tree and you're the you're the most professional person to teach this art class. Yeah. But you and I, it's like every single thing that we teach, we literally are living or working it out because we have never we're never going to perfect or reach some sort of height or pinnacle of this genre or this no this, i mean the, the, this no, marriage is something category that we're in marriage is something you're consistently going always to be working on yeah and there's moments i think where you shouldn't work on your marriage which i know sounds weird really to say. what does that mean javier well i i think if you're constantly always talking about it, how can I improve, and how are we doing communication, and what can I do better? Like, yeah, that's all we need to do that absolutely, but there should be times where you can just go out and have fun, or you can go on a date and not have to talk about like oh, how absolutely. you're improving. That's what I'm talking about. Moments oh. where you're not necessarily working on your marriage, where that you are, but in reality you are, because if you're out on a date, if you're together, if you're, you know, doing something you both enjoy, hiking, biking, whatever it is. You're working on your marriage, on connection, on intimacy, without even saying anything. Would that be considered like but, passive working? Because then there's like no, the intentional not. where we're like sitting down and you're working through like a, maybe a, a problem situation. But then just the intentional, you know, everyday moments where it's like we're going to cook dinner together or. Yeah, what I'm saying is like when you're in the, the middle of a difficult season, you don't have to consistently always be like, hey, let's go for a walk and talk. Like, yeah. or about our marriage. And we tell people, do walk and talk. Those are great. Um, but sometimes just go and just be. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy time together. Mm -hmm. And even just taking time to celebrate 
what you have been through. Mm-hmm. Celebrate the like, hey, we're communicating really well. Like, or we just had this win in our marriage. Um, with our children, or um, we just kind of got through a real difficult season, go out and celebrate it. Celebrate what is going on and what God has done and the hope that you have. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great place that if you spend that time um, at moments, uh, so when I say don't work on your marriage, you inherently are. Yeah. But not actively having to have these in-depth conversations all the time. It could get be exhausting. I mean, it can be. Um, there, there's something, and I'm going to talk about it just for a few moments. Kind of, this might be a little bit of a smorgasbord of a, <laughs> of a podcast, and um, is is this idea? Um, and Shan and I have been through this. This idea, uh, and we talk about it at our boot camps a little bit. Um, that each of us go through different storms in life, and you know, we hear that. It sounds like a little bit of a cliche you know, phrase, but it's true. We go through various storms in our life and we've heard people, man, you just got to weather this storm. You just got to get through this storm. And you know, something that, you know, storms do bring oftentimes it could bring the water that's needed, um, you know, the replenishment to crops and to the ground and all of that. And so storms do bring what they need um, or what we need at times. Um, and going through a storm, you know, it can ga- cause damage, of course. And, and oftentimes when you go through a storm, um, sometimes you don't remember how you made it through, right? You're like, how did I make it through this? And there's times where like on the other side of it, you're like, okay, I know we made it through. Um, it was tough and it just felt like it was forever, right? Um, one thing is for certain, I think, and anything we've ever gone through is that um, you never come out as the same person on the other side. You should it. So there should be growth and there should be learning. But this idea of like in between the storms, because I think we've all had the season of in between storms. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you weather the drought? Because sometimes in between the storm, um, things can be a little bit dry. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Not well, yeah, dry because when you feel like you've overcome something in your marriage, or you're uh, that there that you see the road to recovery and and then you're in the middle of it and you're like wait we're overcoming this but it doesn't feel great like we're not celebrating we're not at the point where we're like this is amazing like there's still work to be done Brad and Lisa talked about this too when they finally uh reconciled and came back together after a year of being separated after infidelity She's like, it wasn't all great. Like there were still a ton of emotions. We, I, it was up and down and it was like, this feels awkward. I thought this was supposed to be so exhilarating. And you're like, finally, we're back together. And there's just this yucky drought part to it that people don't talk well, about. I, don't I, think. Even, I don't even want to say yucky because you, you, it, it is that. I agree. And there's this part too. Also, when you've gone through a storm, there's this time in between that um, is this lull maybe. It's in between, and maybe it is a drought. When I say drought, is because what happens is we're we're in the heightened senses during a storm, and the difficulty in our life or mm-hmm. a struggle in our marriage, we our sense our senses are heightened. We're probably maybe communicating more. We're trying to figure out how to work together. Um, we're holding on to each other. We're li- we're trying to make it through. And, and so you are relying, you know, of course on each other, but hopefully you're trusting in God and relying on him to get you through it. But then when you come to that time, I think drought happens because people then get comfortable like, oh, we made it. So we don't apply the same amount of, um, I don't say we, we don't 
invest as much as we were during the storm into our marriage. That makes sense? Mm. So we're not relying on each other as much as we were during that season. Mm. We're not communicating as much as we were because during that time we, we needed to, we have to otherwise. Is it, would you so, consider it like autopilot or like, oh, we're doing yeah. so good right now, we don't need to work as hard yeah, as we no, used to? No, you go to. a little bit on autopilot and you're like, we're, we're doing good, we're doing good. And what happens is then people then start experiencing a little dryness in their marriage mm-hmm. um, because during the storm, you're heightened awareness and you're really working on things and you're together and you're maybe seeking help but then in that in-between time, you stop doing that. And then all of a sudden you find like, hey, man, we're just like missing each other. We're not connecting. We're not pursuing each other. We're not communicating like we used to. Mm-hmm. And so the key is, I think, is how do you consistently live in a way where you don't allow that to happen? I don't mm-hmm. want to say you want to live your life in the storm consistently uh, or in difficult situations, but how do you live in such well, a way? It goes back to that post and we're like a broken record, but I'm going to keep quoting it because I think it's like one of the best things you've ever, ever said um, is that thriving couples do consistently. Wait, I'm going to get it backwards. Successful marriages yes. do consistently what others only do occasionally. occasionally. And that was a derivative of another quote that I heard, but I changed it to marriage. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, about it's consistency. True. Yeah. Because you can't occasionally do things and expect your marriage to thrive. It's just yeah. not going to work. Well, you have to prepare, right? So just like if you know, we have we have to know that we're going to hit struggles and difficulties. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit storms in marriage, if you will. And if how do you prepare? Like how do you, you know, if you're living in Florida, you know there's a storm that's coming, you don't just sit and wait. You go and prepare. You stock up, right? You're probably going to board up your windows. Mm-hmm. You're going to get ready why aren't we doing that in our marriage? We know we're going to hit difficult seasons. And I'm not saying we should be living in fear, but what are you doing to work on your marriage in the in-between times? What are you doing I, to build your marriage, strengthen the foundation, you know, board up the areas that need to be boarded up because you have a lot of other stuff into your yeah. marriage that shouldn't be there. Ooh, that one's good. What are you doing to yeah. shore up those walls in your life and your yeah. marriage foundation? I think that people would feel... Um, their question to you would be, I don't know what to do to prepare. Like, what does that tangibly look like? Like you just said, boarding up some areas in your marriage that need boarding up. So give, can you give like a couple more two examples of how you could practically prepare for the storms that could come? Like if a young married couple is listening, like what would you, what would we tell them in premarital? In premarital, I mean, I think in any season, yeah. we probably would tell them like, how do you prepare? I think, you know, absolutely, um, this being a faith-based podcast is you have to make sure you have God first and at the center mm-hmm. and um, not be one of those that's just reaching out like, oh God, like we need you right now. Because I'm going to be sunk. In this season, like our ship is sinking, like, uh, how about that reliance to be anchored to him at every moment, regardless of the season you're in and where you're at. So, and, and I think the other part is making God your priority, then your marriage is going to fall into line. Mm-hmm. So ensure that your marriage is second and that that intentionality of, so preparing is going to be like, I'm going to be intentional to get rid of these things in my own personal life that have hindered my marriage. I'm not communicating well. Maybe I've allowed, you know, lust to come in or I've allowed um, my own selfishness, you know, to take root mm-hmm. and I'm doing things that I want. I'm not really investing or pursuing my spouse well. What are the areas that you need to shore up to make sure that when you do hit a difficult season in life, it's like, okay, we got this. Like, we've been communicating well. 
We have a very good solid foundation. There's not other things in our lives that you know have come in that we've allowed in, and so let's do this. We we've been praying. We 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 love God. We're pursuing Him, and so this is going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy, but we're going to do this together. And we're working、mm-hmm. from a solid foundation. We're not trying to repair the foundation and the cracks that we made during that in between time, right between the storms. We're actually building from something solid,、um, from a place of already being prepared. So, and I think another thing is just yeah, repair.、Um, I said like repair the leaks, repair the things that are around、mm-hmm. um, that need to be maintained. And, and if then, you don't have leaks or cracks, then you are you need to prepare your foundations so that those things don't leak or crack. Yeah, yeah. Prepare ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think this is you know it is interesting. Just you know we're kind of touching. We can go so much more in depth in this area, but、um, just think about. That of like how do you how do you prepare for those difficult seasons of marriage, but also in the in between seasons, right? That's where that preparation happens. But in in between seasons, how do you weather? You know, if there is a drought, how do you weather those moments? I think it comes with a consistency, right? Of doing the same things you're doing in the middle of a difficult season、mm-hmm. to pursue one another well. Like keep doing that. Yeah. Too many couples call us <laughs> when.、Uh, You know when they're at a point. It's、uh, a crisis moment. It's a crisis them, moment. They're、sure. at a point like he's moving out or she's moving out. It's like why? Why didn't you like call before in the last three months and connect and get help and why?、Mm-hmm. And they just haven't. And they pay attention and they begin to work on things when things hit the proverbial fan.、Mm-hmm. So, anyways, those are my thoughts. Would you like to add anything as we bring this podcast to a close? <gasps> Are you going to、yeah. bring this horse into the barn? Bring this horse into the barn. <laughs> Do you know that when you said that on Sunday, you said I'm about ready to wrap it up. I'm going to bring this horse into the barn, and somebody in the back goes, "Horse into the barn." <laughs> They had no idea what you meant. I just I don't know where I got that from. It's an old thing of like, yeah, because I'm done. Like you're yeah, done. You're you know, almost, you've、yeah. gone out, and now we're bringing it in. So we're ending. We're closing up. We're closing up.、Um, as always, we are grateful and thankful for each and every one of you who listened to this podcast. And please continue to rate and review.、Um, Uh, that means a great deal to us.、Uh, it helps us, you know, get more exposure and more people get connected. And anything else you want to add? Nope. We have、uh, a boot camp coming up, and you can purchase your place on our website or on Instagram. Just click the link, and there's a shop link in our profile, and you can pay for a mini boot camp that's in Fresno, California. So yeah, and it's a little bit different. It's a mini boot camp, so it's one day from like nine to six or、yeah. something like that, maybe a little bit longer. It's gonna be fun, and、um, it's a one day thing. So if you're in、uh, Southern Northern California or in the vicinity, and we'd love to have you,、mm-hmm. um, but yeah, go to the website two four seven marriage dot org. Hey, Javi, remember in marriage you don't have to. You get to have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to the Twenty Four Seven Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support Twenty Four Seven Marriage, head on over to Two Four Seven Marriage dot org and click on Partner with Us. Until next week, remember: in marriage, you don't have to; you get to.